Alright, we're in here. Boom. We're live. What up, pimps? What up, everybody? What up, what up, Chris? How you doing, David? I'm good, I'm good. Had a nice uh, long weekend. Had a couple days off work. Went up to Chicago Monday and Tuesday, and that was yeah. a blast and a half. Good old spring break for you, huh? Yeah. Spring break forever. <laughs> <laughs> Nice spring breakers reference there. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm jealous. Uh, I am not on spring break. I'm working full time. Sucks to so, suck. Except I got a three day weekend coming up this weekend, nice. and another three day weekend next weekend. What do you got planned for your three days, big dog? Oh, the division two. <laughs> yeah, spoilers. I bought the division two. Uh, <laughs> it's all I've been doing. Uh, I think I talked about briefly. Like last week or the week before, I was like, eh, I don't know if I'll get it because like it's all I'm gonna do and yeah, oh yeah, and uh, well, that's, yeah, that, that's what those games are designed to do to be yeah. anything that you do. I'll say this though, this is the best one. This is the best like looter shooter. I know some people hate that phrase, but this is like the best one that I've played. Uh, I enjoy it more than Destiny. I oh, know wow. you love Destiny, so I do. Even if you hop into this, I'm sure it won't uh, dethrone that. Well, series, I, I haven't but. played Destiny enough. Hot second. I've just been playing other things. I just haven't had time or the want. Yeah, it. Uh, I yeah, that's all I'm gonna do this weekend. That's just <laughs> the Destiny, uh, Destiny, the Division Two, and uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, you downloaded it. You should totally hop on. Yeah, we'll uh, we can we can squat up and do some missions and squat things. Squat up, yeah, like it. Uh, what have you been getting after? Uh, in terms of video games, it's still been a lot of Apex. My nephew came down this weekend, and he and I played Overwatch, and he wanted to play a lot of Uncharted, but mostly he wanted to play Apex because his mom hasn't let him get that one yet. So Why not? Isn't it? I think it's rated T? T, but I don't know. For whatever reason, my nephew sometimes is just told no. So uh-huh. he really wanted to play that, and then he and I went to a uh, the the video game museum in McLean, Arcadia. Yeah, so we played a lot of that? old school games. It was fun. It's fun. It's it's a trip down memory lane. Uh, it's a trip down memory lane where you have to spend a ton of money just to play video games for thirty seconds. Really? You have to you have to charge yeah, you, to yeah, play everyone. Yeah, it's it's fifty cents a play for most of the games. Um, but my nephew my nephew was having a blast, and I, I would rather go to the beercade and then for yeah. my money drink a beer and then play other games I want for free. But uh, my nephew cannot go to the beercade. Um, right. Yeah. Right. Right. He he had fun though. Uh, and then we did we did a speaking of video game things we did a full VR experience that mass VR place in Bloomington. Oh. So it's it's full immersion, right? So you're wearing these gloves. You have a hat, a hat uh-huh. thing. You got yeah. a backpack. It's it's really trippy, man. And there's so you're you're basically in a warehouse and the computer detects where you are based on these things that are around the room that you're near and it generates the the game field. So it was it was really cool. I I don't think I enjoyed it as much as my nephew did simply because I was starting to get a headache by the end cuz mm-hmm. right when you're when you're in the real world and you're playing a video game and you're like all right my eyes are starting to get a little sore. I got to look away and then right you right. Know. But here it's just can you right. take it off if you need to? No, you're not supposed to. Really? Yeah. It's just like eh. it's 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 a sort of a rule. How long is it for? We played for 30 minutes. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if I'd like that because I'm one of these people that like I get a headache watching 3D movies, and yeah. that's not even VR. That's just 3D. Well, and I had to take my glasses off for this so that they would my face would fit into the goggles thing. So you're probably getting like a headache from not from having, not having my glasses on. Yeah. Yep. It still it was, sounds like a memorable experience. Though. Oh, yeah, and it's something he'll hold on to, and he, he loved it. He loved talking about it. He's like, Uncle David, did you see how I headshot that guy? 
yeah, man, I saw, I saw. And he just, <laughs> he just, he had a blast. And that was more for him. It wasn't for me. Um, but in terms of video games, it's still Apex Legends. Now the battle pass is out. Yeah. I mean, I, How is Is it worth the money? No, the battle pass, no. <laughs> it's not, but that's okay. And I'm okay with it. I'm just, I, I needed a game that I could just mindlessly play. And if I had 10 minutes, I could just jump into and just play. That's what yeah. I needed. Um, let's see, in terms of things that I've been watching, I've been watching the hell out of American Vandal, that Netflix I've original series. I've never seen series. that. Okay. I would highly, highly recommend it. It's one of my favorite mockumentaries of all time now. So okay. I binged all of season one, all of season two. Uh, so in the first season, basically it's the story of this dude who's your classic high school douchebag, and he's accused of spray painting dicks on all the teacher's cars. It's probably did it. And then there's, there's, a, there's a documentary uh, that, that it's just it's really funny. And everything is played up, and it's like, who drew the dicks? <laughs> who did this? And it's really funny. And then in the second season, it's about this person who does poop-related pranks. And these, these the guys who did the first documentary get hired to do a second documentary. It's funny. It's it's very tongue-in-cheek and very sophomoric. It's funny. Okay. I liked it. I'll, uh, I'll add it to the list. Um, <clears throat> we, we both saw a movie uh, this yeah. weekend. Not yes. together, but we went and saw it when we could. Uh, Us, yes. the new Jordan Peele written and directed film. And it, it's nice that there was a horror movie that came out at this time because usually this is a very dry spell for oh, horror yeah, movies. Oh, yeah, it's the worst. January, February, March, it's yeah. the worst. Um, but it was, it was really, really good. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, it uh, very entertaining. Uh, it's just under two hours, and I didn't feel like I didn't. I didn't. I didn't feel like I needed to check my phone. I didn't nope. feel like I wanted to know what time it was. Nope. I th- yeah. I thought it was really entertaining. The performances are great. Lupita Nyong'o. Nyong'o or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Uh, really she, good. Yeah. Steals the show. Yeah. Fantastic. And Winston Duke is the husband. I love well, his he's character. He's so funny. Yeah. I I think they both. I know she's been in some stuff for a few years now, and it's very good. But I think he's he's, he's gonna get some more. Work. He's got a very promising future, I think, in the business because he he was just a blast to watch on Super screen. Super funny, and he, he nailed the dad character. Yeah, it, perfect. <laughs> and all the characters, I mean, you see in the trailer like the Mirror family, right? That comes and they're the, the, mirror, the mirror family is terrifying. Yeah, and their performances of both the normal family and that and that Mirror, mirror family. family. I don't, yeah. you know, I think is great. And uh, they had a lot to pull off, and I think they did it with the performances. Uh, first 45 minutes, or first half, really, I thought was great. Crushed it. Loved the, it. So the, the part the part where it, it feels very tense, it's very claustrophobic, you yeah. don't exactly understand what's going on. As, as more expository comes out and more and more information comes out, I, I think that it loses some of the magic. Yeah, I agree with that. There's yeah, just, uh, Some of the exposition later that yeah gets revealed – to the audience, and then there's a twist at the very end. Yeah, which was, uh, which, which was a cool twist. I don't hate that twist, but I think when I started asking myself some questions at the end, you know, when I was walking out, I was like, you know, some of this just really doesn't make sense. But it is, you know, it's a horror thriller movie. It's It, it, accompli- it's, it accomplishes its goals, yes. and I think it's very well done. I think that yes. Jordan, Jordan Peele is establishing himself as someone who is a force to be reckoned with in the theater. Absolutely. Yeah, I so it's weird. I think Get Out is probably a better movie, but I for some reason enjoyed this one more. Just my time watching it, I it's I just think, how I felt. I think um, that this, I I I flip that. I think that Get Out was a better movie. I think that this was a better horror movie though. Yeah, and this I think that's me, more of what it's trying to be. 
more than uh, Get Out is also, but it's right, also but it was more, more of a co- it was a commentary piece as well. Yeah, very culturally relevant. This is this is not thriller. as it's it's more of just a straightforward thing. I, I don't. Yeah. Know. And Tim Tim Heidecker, I really liked. <laughs> yeah, him in he this had movie. a role in it. He was super funny. I really like. I want to get more into it, but honestly, to talk anymore, I'd have to get into spoilers. And a lot of my complaints would have to come with spoilers, and I, I don't want to do that. What's so. the name of the chick from Hands May Tale? She was in this too. Oh. She's also she's also in uh, fucking Mad Men. Yeah, she's Peggy in Mad Men. Yeah, I can't think of her real name. She's good. Uh, she's good. She was funny in this. Yeah, it was. I, I don't know. It was. It was a nice blend of horror and comedic uh, comedic elements. Not comedic. Yeah, it was, uh, and it was scary. I only jumped once, but uh, there is a lot of creepy like elements of yes. this movie and i think if you are interested in this at all you should definitely go to the theaters and watch it. i think it's a great agreed. theater experience hands down agreed i i had a blast going to see it it's also nice because it's an old i think it's rated r so there was no children there yeah and i went i went inside early enough where so it's nice i went inside early enough to on incident cycle where it wasn't on sale to the to the prepubescents who ruin theater going experiences yeah so. we went on monday I, I almost decided to go tuesday when it's the five dollar movies but i was like it's gonna be packed for well one. spring break yeah that's true so maybe i wouldn't have had the a lot of people are gone but Ooh, it would have been even worse you think so oh my god yeah people well, will dump their kids off anywhere and just be like here's 10 bucks enjoy all it was nice because our theater was not packed at all there's probably only 20 people in you guys there. go to warenberg of course did the dream loungers on yes. point i i actually got uh I've bought like food, food, because it was so soon after getting home from work, I didn't have time to eat, and so I ordered some chicken wings, some boneless chicken wings. Solid. Uh, okay, they're okay. They doused them in in uh, Frank's. Frank's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, still tasty though, uh, no regrets. So yes, us uh, highly recommend going and checking that out while it's in theaters. Uh, did you see the new Stranger Things trailer for season three? I've, I've, Becca showed me part of it while I was playing video games, but no, I haven't watched it in depth. It's like an actual trailer, and it's the only one I'm going to watch because I've seen enough. It just, it got my, got, my, yeah. my nerd, my inner nerd just juices flowing. I was like, I can't wait for this. <laughs> I, I love this show so much. I think it, it probably is my favorite Netflix original show. Oh, Mindhunter um, might, Mindhunter. Might be better for me. I think Mine Hunter might be a better My, show. Yeah, Mine Hunter's great. Yeah, I cannot wait for season two of that. But I think I think American Vandal has also recently crept in there. Maybe it's just because of a recency thing. But yeah. it was it, it's one that I think I'm going to laugh about in my head a lot. I'm going to have to check it out. You know what I haven't? I've only watched two more episodes of is the, the Love, Love Death, Death and, and Robots. Robots. I got yeah. I got a little bit out of the the cycle of watching it. I'm going to probably get back into that cycle tonight. Well, so I watched the first four, and and right after is when we recorded last week's podcast, and then I watched two more at some point in the last week, and the next two episodes I thought were just shit. Which ones? Which ones were those? One of them was where yogurt takes over the world. That one was funny. I thought that one was funny. That one, and it, it was, was also right. only three or four minutes. I thought it was. funny. Yeah, it was only five minutes. So I was like, all right, well, no sweat. I I did not like that. The other one was the one where the commandos were like in the cave with the vampires. Oh, that was cool. You didn't like that? No, I didn't like it. Okay. I didn't like it. Well, you gotta you gotta watch personal the one, preference. You gotta watch thing, the one where it's it's sort of anime like, where it is a shape shifting girl, and it's about steampunk futuristic kind of stuff. But set in love feudal, the premise. Set in feudal Japan. Okay. Super cool. Big fan of that one. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm definitely gonna hop back into it. It's just uh, I kind of got off of it, and then I you know bought the division, and since then I that's all I've done. So yeah. yeah. Um, did you hear that Lucas Arts is like? Coming back, like the really? games. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know. I thought they got sold to EA. 
Well, apparently there's rumors that they're getting like revitalized. I don't think there's any games announced, but I kept hearing this like, like rumblings. In, yes, so that's cool. That'd be uh, sick. And then the other th- some fire ass games. Yeah, some good old PS2 games. And then the last thing I have, or one of the last things, the Google Stadia. Have you heard anything about this? this oh, the, the system, right? The gaming system. Yeah, well, and it's a streaming service of sorts with a system, with a controller. But apparently you're going, going to be able to stream. I don't know if it's from Chrome. I want to say it is. You're going to be able to stream video games like 4K, 60 FPS. The fuck? Using Wi-Fi, like streaming. And apparently this is something that uh like google from a is, pc or from yes, an xbox or what yes it's something that google is behind and i think maybe with their software experience they can maybe pull this off whereas a lot of other streaming gaming services have not worked in the past true, so true. it's something on the horizon like the working Invi- on it. Do you remember the nvidia shield that they tried to put out a couple years ago that, that sounds really idea. familiar similar idea where it was a specific piece of technology where it would only work with PC games, and you could stream your PC games to it over Wi-Fi, but it, it was super expensive and also yeah. not... It was a little lackluster. Yeah. Well, the issue is, like, not everybody has 100 megabit download speed to, True. like... True, and I mean, I mean, we're, we're close here. We're close yeah. to everybody in yeah. our town having it, but, I mean, if we're in, like... If, if, we're, if we're outside of some place... I, I, even in Freeport, right? Even in Freeport, your download speeds are nowhere near 100 megabytes. Right. Uh, <clears throat> that's pretty much it for me. Watch a little bit more of uh, Entourage. Uh, uh, love that show. Uh, check that out, dude. Are you? Have you seen the stuff from Midsummer? That A twenty four film. That yeah, looks, trailer played for, uh, before us. It looks sick um, in the theater. Yeah, I. The ending is so gnarly when like that person's looking through the door and all you you don't see what he's looking at, but you just hear all the groans and screams like. That's just so unsettling. After seeing Hereditary and knowing just like the mind of Ari Aster a little bit, I can only imagine what we're going to see of in fucked that movie. Up stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he is just crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it for me. When does when does uh, the new Hellboy movie come out? When is that? Is that May or soon? I, I want to. Yeah, it might be next. It might be next. If it's not next month, I'm pretty sure it is May. Okay. It might be April. I I, I'll probably time. go see that one. I think I probably will. I like that universe, so. Yeah. Well, and Avengers comes out in like exactly a month. So. We'll, go, we'll go see that. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm nerding out over do you wanna, that Do you want to go opening night maybe? Well, I'm not going to risk it more than like a day. Actually, I have a three-day weekend that weekend, so I'm probably going to see it Friday. Okay. We can go see it Friday if you're um, interested. I'm firm interested. Yeah, because uh, I don't want to risk the spoilers. Did you see the... <laughs> the movie posters that they release with like the Avengers that are still alive and the ones that are deceased. Mm -mm. They've got, what's his name? He's from the Iron Man movie. It's John Favreau's character. Oh, they got the guy who looks like you. They've got him listed as one of the surviving members. Like what the fuck is he going to do? Like against (laughs) Thanos. Like why is he on the poster? And, uh, and they confirm like one of the, the warriors from black Panther. I think his sister, they confirmed that she was the one. Only, the, only, the only one that's that important in that universe is T'Challa. I mean, right. Yeah. Well, and the one that survived in that universe is the, the war, the bald warrior chick. Yeah. She's going to be in it. They might have her do something important. I don't know, but black widow's still alive, right? Yeah. She's hot. Yeah. The core. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Good <laughs> observation. Uh, <laughs> 
all the core Avengers are still alive. That's what I'm excited about because I want to see them. Granted, there's a few stragglers in there, some newer characters, but the core, like five or six Avengers, are alive, and that's who I can't wait to see go up against Thanos. And it'll be badass. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't even know if they're going to go up against him or if they're going to find another way. I think it's going to involve a lot of Scarlet Witch. Well, and she, but she's dead. I think I think that her power is strong enough where she can come back from the dead. It's in the comic books. For well, real. I heard rumors that they're gonna use they're gonna get the time stone somehow, or go into the quantum realm using Ant Man in some way oh, or fashion, okay. and try to time travel or shift time in a way or shift universes in a way. I don't know how wacky they'll get with it. I don't know how accurate that'll be. We'll but see. I mean, there's a lot of rumors flying around that. Early on, the Avengers will try to go up against Thanos, get crushed immediately, kind of retreat, and then do this plan where they go into the quantum realm and all this crazy shit, and then somehow pull it off. But there are casualties. That's kind of the rumor, but let's see. Let's get let's get into this beer review. All right, let's do the beer review. This is called the Juicy. It's just called Juicy, right? Yeah, but it won it won the best of show in pale ales at the beer and bacon festival of bloomington illinois last month so yeah i have no idea if it's good or not but it won an award so yeah fuck it. yeah that's all that matters right is a american pale ale by uh i think hand I think of fate uh yeah i think it's it's out of petersburg which is just just a little bit north of springfield maybe 30 minutes north yeah all right well let's uh let's get into it but uh I fucked up my pour, so I can't even really drink it out of the glass yet. It's, but. it's good. It's very fruity. It's very floral. It's that very new style of pale ale where the that, that signature hop flavor that we're so used to tasting is very much subdued, and we're getting a much more tropical... Um, I, I'm, getting, I'm getting a yeah. lot of mango. Yeah. It's it's good, though. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pretty big fan. It's, it's not as good as some of the other uh, stronger... Right, hazy right. IPAs that I've had, but this is an American Pale Ale, so. Um, yeah, it's confusing because I went to their website and they have it listed as like six point two percent ABV. Well, and I mean, just, the, just just based just based on the can, I'm assuming this is a very small brewery. Yeah. Not, well, they not got their numbers thing. mixed up because the can says five point five. Their website says six point two. IBUs is pretty low. It's only forty. So it's, this it's is not, it's not super bitter. You could drink this as one of your earlier pale ales. Yeah, this sure. is this, this is approachable. It's also local, which is a plus. Um, I get I get why it won an award as like a newcomer beer. I could totally see this. I mean, is it going to compete with the triptychs of the world? I would say no. I would say the dank meme is a substantially better beer, but. In terms of a small, I, I, I like to support small. I like to support newer brewers, and this this does feel like a newer brewer, right? I mean, just based yeah. on the the can style, it's got it's got one of those shitty printed on label instead of the can being printed. Yeah, it's got they they basically print you on know plastic. They print the plastic and then they wrap it around the can instead of printing on the can. It's it's nowhere near as sleek. It doesn't look as good. (laughs) All right, here's what it says. Uh, This love triangle of malt yeast and meridian hops. I've never had meridian hops, I don't think. I don't think I've either. Uh, Creates a citrus-forward pale ale reminiscent of a breakfast drink. Uh, sure. Could, mimosa, maybe? Yeah, yeah, like a mimosa. Uh, notes of orange and pineapple seduce your senses. We know oh, you love seduce. it juicy. It's good. Pine- you know what? I do get pineapple. I think that's what I'm getting and not... I'm, I, I'm, I do get mango, too, but... You're getting, you're getting mostly pineapple. Well, now that I heard it, it's the power of persuasion, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> no, I'm digging it, though. It's it's an okay beer. I think it's one that, if you're in Central Illinois, I'm going to guess that their, that their distribution is pretty much... 
right the fuck here. Yeah. Pretty much Springfield to here, maybe. Um, what, the head not good? Mm, well, yeah, I, I took a lot of head in with that sip. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's, that's an avoid. Uh, that wasn't great. Avoid um, the noid, dude. This is a pretty cloudy beer, too. You can't really see through. It's pretty thick. It's, um, and I, it's it's kind of dark for a pale ale. Visit our tavern. Holy shit, they put their fucking... <laughs> they put their address on there. Oh, I'm not... You know, recognition. Yeah, this is Hand of Fate Brewing Company. I think we might have mentioned that, but... Um, cool. It's it's a yeah. cool it's a cool logo. Whoever did this obviously has a degree in graphics design. Yeah, it's, it's modeled after like a a queen, a yeah. queen on a playing card. But instead of instead of being hearts or clubs or anything, it's 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 bunches of hops, which is cool. Yeah, I like that. It's cool. I think you could drink this if if you're if you're coming into into IPAs or APAs. I, definitely, this is approachable in a lot of ways. It's 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 not super complex. It's also not very strong, so there's a lot of pluses here. Is it is it my favorite, you know, kind of juicier style ale in central Illinois? No. Be better if it was a little cooler, David. It's been in the gut. Oh, it would be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> it's, yeah, but no, it'd be better if it was cooler. It is cold, man. <laughs> this shit is ice cold. It is not ice cold. Taste this. That's not ice cold. Also, bro, I just love complaining and taking David off. Cause bro, this has been in my goddamn fridge since not Friday. Not a chance. Has it really? Since yeah. Friday? Gotta up, upgrade that fridge, dog. I'm going to kick you square in the goddamn teeth. This is plenty cold. It does say enjoy at 40 to 45 degrees, and I think we're at about a solid 52, so I think we're... This beer is <laughs> not at 52 degrees. I know, oh, it's not. I'm just was, giving was you Was the hams warm? I'm just giving you... No, the hams was good. That's so weird. It was on the bottom shelf? Yeah. I've noticed that my fridge, like my bottom shelf stuff is cooler than my top shelf stuff. Well, no, this, this was on the bottom shelf as well. It's like right the fuck next to it. I think I'm just delusional. Maybe it's the beer already. Goddamn Give liberals. To me. All right. Turn the uh, frogs gay. It's gay. <laughs> <laughs> Something in the water. Yeah. Turn the frogs gay. <laughs> did you watch? Did you listen to that podcast? That yeah, Alex the Jones returns. Yeah, I listened to all four and a half hours of it. Yeah, and I don't regret a thing. Dude, that guy's I, a nut job. I love listening to him rant. I mean, I don't believe hardly <laughs> any of it. I know he's crazy, but it is so entertaining to listen to that dude talk. And just ramble for hours. He's crazy. That guy is for real nuts. Yeah. Alex Jones is a nut job. Yeah. <laughs> He's funny, though. I agree with that. All right. I guess we should move on to the spotlight. Spotlight. Um, we just came up with a spotlight idea uh, mere hours ago, so I have not done a whole lot of prep work, so I'm winging Bug it. it. I'm winging it. Tonight we're talking about 80s movies. Uh, just, just in general. I'm, I'm kind of going with my dark horse 80s. Dark horse 80s is the way I'm taking it. Yeah, I kind of picked, I kind of thought of like maybe 1980s culture movies, like uh, maybe coming of age movies, although I'm not going to be talking about Stand By Me because I don't remember enough of it, although that's a great movie. True. Um, But I'm picking Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Quality Uh, film. Whenever I think of 80s movies, that's the first one. A classic Hughes, dude. Yeah, yeah. that's, That's the one that comes to mind. I've bought this movie, haven't watched it since I bought it, but I've seen it quite a few times, but it's been it's been at least five years since I've watched it, but I love it. Um, what movie are you talking about? Uh, I'll be talking about Big Trouble in Little China. 
which is arguably the cheesiest 80s film of all time. It stars Kurt Russell, and it is basically the story of a trucker who gets embroiled in a kung fu magic universe in which he must defeat Lopan, who is the central (laughs) villain, who is dressed a little bit like Raiden from uh, Mortal Mortal Kombat. Kombat. And he's got to save Kim Cattrall, who is the damsel in distress in this film. And it is the most it is the most Kurt Russell film of all time. It is super cheesy. It's not a great movie, and I recognize it. Doesn't it. sound like it. Sounds it's like not, a dog shit. It's kind of dog shit. <laughs> it the first time I watched it, my brother, my brothers who grew up in the eighties were, dude, you're gonna love it. It's so cool, and you know they do kung fu, but he's also you know very cool and badass. <laughs> yeah, this sounds this sounds yeah, cool. This is my movie. And then there was Kurt Russell just being. Kurt Russell, who is not great. Yeah, you know, (laughs) (laughs) now that you say that, no, I like Kurt Russell. I love him in The Thing, John Carpenter's. That's true. That's a good movie. Um, But I think think that no matter who you plug into that role, I think they'd be fine because that movie's so good, personally. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, that movie had groundbreaking uh, practical effects, too. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. yeah, Kurt Russell. So big, big trouble in Little, Little China. China. Uh, what year did it come out? Do you it know? came out in eighty six. Eighty six, and it okay. feels it feels like the eighty. Our our hero wears acid wash jeans with high top uh-huh. sneakers and awesome. a tank top. Cool. So it is it is very the epitome 80, of cool. And I think he's got a mullet situation. So it's. I think he did throughout all his eighties movies, right? <laughs> <For> <laughs> it's sure. like the signature Kurt that, Russell. That, mullet. That's the that's the Russell look. Yeah. So what? Um, I went. I, like I said, I went Dark Horse. It's not. It's not the best one from the '80s, and it's not even in prime my top 50 movies. <laughs> you just decided to pick it. Yeah. I, I love, what are your, I, What are your, some of your favorite moments? Um, there's There's or, a part where Lo Pan is using electricity. <laughs> I know the name is fucking okay. funny. Lo Pan is because he has electric power, so he's using electricity, and he makes this guy blow up, and his eyeballs shoot out. I think I've seen that snippet. Yeah. It's, uh, it's floating around online. I there's, think. there's just, there's a lot of Kurt Russell being a douchebag. Um, it's a very misogynistic film. Uh, just every, everything, everything that you want that super cheesy '80s, not great, kind of late night TV. <laughs> I, I, I like it. I dig the cheese, and it's one that I'll watch on occasion. I, I think it's funny. Well, there's some. I mean, '80s movies. Most of them are cheesy. Yeah. Even, a, even an iconic movie like Aliens. If you go back and rewatch Aliens, cheesy. some of the camaraderie between like the Marines is totally Cheese. cheesy. Like it does not hold up, but it's still an awesome film. Yeah, still good. Still holds up. Still an absolutely and amazing the, uh, movie. The other the other one that's not a favorite of mine, but I still like it from the eighties is Gremlins. I still like Gremlins a lot. I don't remember Gremlins very. I don't oh, think no I've. Shit. I don't think I've actually sat down from start to finish what? to watch Gremlins. No, Gremlins is it's an iconic film from that time period. It's referenced. I I watched some of it when I was very young, and it like that movie, scared me. That movie is terrifying when you're little. Yeah, yeah. Like I was so young, I don't. I don't really remember what the movie's even about. Just I just scared. remember like sounds and like some imagery from the movie. Other than that, that's it. No, that's fair. Um, don't they get like huge and like they, scary? They don't, they don't get huge and scary, but they do zoom in on them. So that might be what you're remembering. Okay. But they yeah. so if if they get wet or if you feed them after a certain time, <laughs> then they they turn like into like monsters. Midnight so, or something. Inici- or nine yeah. o'clock. Inici- initially, they're these little cute fuzz balls. Yeah, but then if you feed them after midnight, then they they turn evil. 
little mm. shit stains. Actually, I think the last time... Oh, shit, Dick Miller was in this. I totally forgot about that. The memory I have of it is uh, is playing at, at the Bujans' household, Nick and Tyler Bujans' house when I was very young. And they were yeah. playing it. We were sleeping in their basement. And it was there was a ton of kids there. It wasn't just like... Yeah, little yeah, get no, together. I get you. And uh, yeah, terrified me. Um, Did, have you ever seen Gremlins two? The worst no. sequel of all fucking time. Gremlins. We should do a worst sequel spotlight. Gremlins, Gremlins two is a piece of fucking shit. I hate Gremlins two with all my goddamn heart. That movie blows ass. Yeah, can't Jesus. can't talk on that one. I... It came out in nineteen ninety. After the Gremlins phase was way over. <laughs> you got to cash in while it's hot. Everyone knows that. Exactly. Um, okay, so Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Like I said, I have not seen this in a while, but any time that I think of 80s, I think uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, I think also, of Breakfast Club, Back to the Future. Also, like, a very realistic view of Chicago, right? I think that it was a very real, at least at least from my experiences in Chicago, Ferris Bueller's Day Off was yeah. a very accurate portrayal of what Chicago was like. So like a suburb? They're not in like this. Well, I guess they, they go they, they, they go, go into they go, the they city. go to the Art Institute. They go to Wrigley, and they go to the parade. Yeah, say uh, Macy's Day Parade or something like that. I don't remember which parade they go to, but I know they go to a um, parade. That's probably one of my favorite scenes when they get the whole parade going and like singing to Twist and Shout by the Beatles. Yeah, and he's up there dancing and singing. Is that the Beatles that did Twist and Shout? Yeah, it is. It, it is. doesn't sound like any other Beatles song, but I'm fairly oh, sure it is. Yeah, fact check me on yeah. that one, but I'm pretty sure it is. But I could clearly lip Oh, it is the Beatles. No fucking shit. I clearly the- lip syncing during that scene. But well, I think they're they're playing the music, so it's not really they. But still you know, he's fun. Still I love that fun. scene so much. Um, the scene when they're trying to get what's his friend's name, Cameron, when they're trying to get him them to to, uh, to, to to use the dad's car. Yeah, well, and they're trying to get him out of bed. Like in the oh, beginning, yeah. he's like, he's like, I I can't. I'm I'm sick, and, and they keep <laughs> like calling him and shit. And the scene uh, when they're trying to run the miles back off the Ferrari. Oh my god! And, and they the, got and they accidentally like just <laughs> let it fly off the yes. back porch, and it just like crashes into the forest behind, and <laughs> just slumps off. I'm gonna die. My dad's gonna kill me. I love I love the relationship between Ferris and Cameron, and also Ferris and his girlfriend uh, Sloane. Also, big big time crush, childhood crush of mine. Uh, his girlfriend is a babe. Super hot, super eighties uh, hot. And yeah, the art scene. Yeah, when they go to the museum, I love that scene. I I don't know. It's kind of like every time I watch this movie, I kind of get nostalgic for some reason. Even though I I wasn't even born in the eighties, but like, dude, what about that Ben Stein scene, the Bueller? Be, yeah, I, Bueller. I, that, that's got to be the most iconic scene, or at least the most requotable moment from from the movie. I'm trying to think of one that's that's more quotable. I love the scenes between uh, his sister and Charlie Sheen. He's in the police station. He's oh, like all drugged out. Yeah, I've dude. never seen a more convincing Charlie Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, he's got some real world experience. He's got some chops. Uh, yeah, all the scenes with the principal. Uh, oh my god, I'm gonna, Ed Rooney. I'm gonna get you, Bueller. When he's trying to get into Ferris's house, and he he steps at <laughs> the dog shit, and he's trying to rinse off his shoes, and he gets attacked by the dog. <laughs> I yeah, all that is is fantastic. Wow, great. And I think these are great dark horse. I don't think I mean Ferris Bueller's a big '80s movies, but I think that uh, if you're if you're interested in like going down a, a not so good '80s, maybe just kind of an average '80s movie. I think that Gremlins is super average. I think that uh, Big Trouble in Little China is actually below average, but I still think it's one that people should watch. 
Oh, I guess if maybe I should explain what Ferris Bueller's Day is about if no one's if somebody's listening to this so, and hasn't that's watched so it. That's so strange if somebody's not seen that movie. I know, yeah. but so it's about this high school kid who uh, he's determined to have a day off of school and will do anything to basically have this day. You know, well off. He's, he's he's a chronic absentee, right? And so he he yeah. hacks into the computer system and he changes his attendance. Yeah. yeah. Does he change his grades too? I think not? so. Or am I, thinking I, 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 just, I just remember. I remember he changes his attendance. I love his whole elaborate uh, thing in his bedroom for when his parents come in to check if he's oh, sick. Yeah, yeah. And then also when he's not even there and he's got like the dummy under the blanket. And he's got the recording. Yeah. The, I'm trying to think of what the recording says. But he's like, he's got like sniffle sounds and everything. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't feel so good, mom, or something like that. Uh, it's yeah. okay. You just go back to sleep. Okay, thanks, mom. I love you. <laughs> yeah. Definitely watch Ferris Bueller's Day Off if yeah, you absolutely. have. Absolutely, that, that's an '80s icon. There's other movies from the '80s that I absolutely love, and I love Ferris Bueller's Day yeah, Off. Yeah, I want to. I want to save them for more specific things. I think we just kind of yeah. came up with one last minute. And yeah, uh, it's, like it's Back still- to the Future. I I love that movie. Uh, I would, I would, I would want to talk about maybe the Mad Max series, which was kind of getting into its height in the eighties, or was that seventies? I can't remember. Yeah, the first one came out late seventies, and then the other two came out in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. I want to say, what's the second? I forgot that Road Warrior came out like eighty one. I think that was kind of like the pinnacle uh, before Fury Road. Thunderdome. That's a piece of shit movie that I love. Welcome to Thunderdome, bitch. (laughs) Can you dig it? I'm still convinced if they say that in the movie, they they copied that from uh, Warriors. Absolutely. Which I would also talk about sometime because Warriors, Warriors. underrated. A super underrated film. Not enough people have seen that. Although I guess at the time it was actually a pretty big uh, release. It was a pretty big box office office success. Mm-hmm. I guess um, it's yeah, just nobody one, talks one, about it, it now. It fell by the wayside. Yeah. Well, and it's it, it's kind of difficult to watch in terms of the filmmaking now. It's there's very a lot of issues with the Warriors. <laughs> very choppy but, and yeah, it's it's not it's one that doesn't hold up. It's still a good film, but it just doesn't hold up as a good film today. I don't know if that makes sense. It does. It, yeah. It's, a, I it's mean, a good it's a good period. It's, yeah, it's a good movie from that time period. There's movies that are better for the time that they came out. I mean, there certain movies are timeless, like Apocalypse Now. That's Absolutely. timeless. The Godfather, timeless. timeless. I mean, there's a lot of movies like that. Goodfellas. But there's this some is, movies that should probably just stay in their time, but they're still enjoyable to watch oh, yeah. in today's. And you, you, talk, you talked about that a little bit with uh, Swingers. How you felt? Yeah. You said that you're like this is a good movie. Yeah. However, it feels very dated and not yeah. relevant. And only 20 years ago. Um, I'm trying to think of a movie that maybe came out in the 2000s that already seems dated. Oh my god! Like Euro Trip. Yeah, a lot of comedies for sure. Euro Trip. Um, Comedy. Well, uh, like Wedding Crashers even is yeah. like dated. Um, old school, even dated, while I, still hilarious. I, I love it, but not, <clears throat> if you watch it in 2019, there's some dated. Just I, I well, don't. I think I'm I think trying the, to. I think that uh, using using homophobic slurs is way more acceptable in the early 2000s. Yeah, that's something, that's something that comes across very clear in those movies. Like it, you'll you'll yeah. have you'll have characters that are like, "You're gay." Whoa, shit, that wouldn't fly. That would not be okay today, <laughs> right? Right. And that, that's, well, that's even that's even a ten year gap. I mean, that's not that big of a gap. Well, and there's a trend too in like the mid to late two thousands, like two thousand five to two thousand ten, where like everybody was trying to capitalize on the rated R comedies, lots of vulgar, 
uh, uh, language yeah. and uh, nudity. That yes. was like the big thing. That's what a lot of comedies were trying to do. And oh, a lot like, of them I, worked. I think I've got a good example. Like Bandcamp, the Bandcamp series. That's one that feels yeah. very dated now. Sure, yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, and I guess American Pie kind of started it earlier than that in like 99. But mm-hmm. yeah, it was just kind of like a craze. And I guess, I guess it's still out there, but... I feel like a lot of movies now. I mean, there's comedies that come out that are rated R. Sure. What about R? Right, so, what, what's, but, what's your thought on Super Troopers? Is Super Troopers timeless, or does that movie just stick in the 2000s and that's where it belongs? I think it sticks in the 2000s. <laughs> yeah. As much as I love Super Troopers, didn't watch the sequel though. No. I'm you want to talk about to. a movie that should not have I don't, did I don't, a sequel? I don't, I don't get. I don't get why they did it. And do you remember we went, we went and saw the Indian guy? We went and saw that guy do comedy. His act was pretty good, he but you can right. also tell he was curating it for like 15 years. Cause, yeah, uh, he was he was very clearly not excited to be in Peoria. No, nah, I mean, who would be? At that <laughs> place we went to? Are you kidding? That place was a fucking It was a shithole. next to like a strip club. I think it legit was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was right next door. Yeah, you yeah. drove. I'm yeah. sure you, Yeah, that was not fun. That was a shitty night. Yeah, I know. Fuck you guys. Didn't Eric, didn't Eric spill his beer into your shoe or something? Yes, he like did. <laughs> we were like... Five minutes into this comedy show, this like hour and a half long comedy show, and Stegman spills a full beer into my sock and shoe Oh, uh, wow. on the table. That was not good. Had to get napkins. I was not happy. And I was, I was uh, the designated driver that night, yeah. involuntarily, after, after working all day. <laughs> you, showed, oh, God. Well, you showed up and me and Tommy were shit canned. Yeah. I... Uh, I think I handled that pretty well because yeah. I could have been real pissy. And yeah, I don't think I no, was. You weren't. You weren't. No. I, I had one beer at the comedy show, and I think that kind of helped mellowed me out a little bit. But then Stegman spilled his beer in my fucking shoe, and I, uh, I, I was still all right. But uh, well, that was just funny. I could I that couldn't was, help. That but was laugh almost like that. a year ago today. That was almost a year ago yeah. today that we went to that comedy. It, show. There was a one well, on the way back. There was a blizzard. Yeah, and I yeah. was like, I'm really glad I only had one beer, and it was like an hour and a half previous to that oh my time God. i was driving home thankfully and i was then, like all right i'm good but. and then fucking stegeman kept quoting air force one with harrison ford Dude. that's a movie i don't remember at all the movie blows ass that's why and it shouldn't have it's got uh harrison ford and uh who's the bad guy i don't uh, even care i hate uh, that movie. gary uh olden yes that movie yes. sucked Hot tape. Yeah, I don't remember it, so I can't. You shouldn't, because uh, it sucks. <laughs> you shouldn't remember it. You All should right, Chris, it. close the people out. Let them know where they can find us. All right. Uh, yeah, that's the show. A little bit shorter of an episode. Um, I, I guess we should address uh, Zach uh, reached out to us, and we're going to have a guest uh, on the At podcast point, yeah. pretty soon. If Maybe not next week, but but in the coming weeks, look out for that. Yeah, we're we're, gonna have Zach, a, we'll reach out to you. We'll see, we'll see when works for you. Yeah. Uh, still working out some kinks on that, trying to get stuff set up and ready so that it all works and that the quality doesn't suck. Uh, but yeah, follow us on Twitter. Um, ask us questions on there. Uh, rate us on iTunes. That helps big time. And uh, tell your friends about the podcast. Share us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever you want to do. And uh, what is your favorite movie from the 80s? Underrated. Underrated movie from the sure. 80s. Sure, yeah. Mine's definitely not underrated, but... Uh, mine, is, mine is underrated, rightfully so. My, yeah. <laughs> Mine's truly underrated, because uh, it's underrated. <laughs> that's, that's it. Uh, no, but... Uh, yeah, that has been all. You got anything else? Anything to add? Any closing notes? Uh, keep it real, boys. Keep it real. All right. Cheers. Cheers.